Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. The Irving Ruiz. That's a bit just swung on that one off to Donaldson. Walks into first. He has done it. Domingo Hermanes won the 24th perfect game in Major League history. And he is being fought by his teammates. Incredible. A perfect game for Herman. From the first pitch of the ball game, Domingo Herman showed you things were working well. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a fun-filled show thus far. And Brad Bohannon, former Razorback pitcher and new owner of Asher Wrecker, in studio with us in the past hour. Talk some baseball with him. Also uh, talked about the perfect game last night, and then we'll have what's trending in the world of sports coming up, too, because definitely some headlines that we want to dive in. But we know there's always stuff going on in Razorback sports and recruiting and a lot of big news, some really good and some not so good that have happened in Razorback sports over the past couple of days. But we're going to talk about that and a lot more as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And welcome in Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net and Dudley, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How you doing this afternoon? No problem. Glad to do it. Uh, you know, I'm probably like everybody else, just trying to get through the week after uh, what happened with Ryan and, and uh, you know, just trying to move on like he would want us to. Absolutely. Well, I know that uh, you're talking about moving on, but I do, since you brought it up, I just know you had uh, dealings with him. Of course, you covered him when he was in high school and covered him when he was at Arkansas and, and everything, so... You, you had a, a, at least a relationship and talked to him a lot, but obviously the news being so tragic, I'll, I'll ask you at least to, in this way, when you'll, re, when you'll think of Ryan Mallett, when you remember Ryan Mallett, uh, what are going to be some of the things that you'll always remember about him? Well, I think that uh, in the past year, uh, the biggest thing I'll remember is that he had got to a point in his life where he was really comfortable uh, in being a head coach, uh, was really excited about uh, what he was going to do with the Whitehall program, uh, you know, had really, uh, you know, was in a relationship that, that he was really excited about and things were, things were just coming together for him. And, and you know, it would, as you said on the podcast and, and as sure you said on the radio as well, yeah, you know, there's plenty of things that in all of our lives we can go through and say, I wish we wouldn't have done that, I wish we wouldn't have done that. And certainly he had a few of those. But I think he was growing into a man, a very responsible man, a man who wanted to pass his gift on of football knowledge to the kids at Whitehall, who have certainly suffered, you know, a couple of tragedies uh, here this this year. And and uh, I'll just remember him as is as a, as a good dude, a good friend. And you know, I, I try not to get too close to the players when they're when they're up here, but after they leave, you know, you. You uh, you talk to him a lot, especially in, in situations, and uh, I just think that uh, you know it's just uh, it's tragic. But uh, as you and I were talking the other day, life ain't fair, man. And uh, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to anything. But uh, fantastic quarterback, but that won't be my first thought. Ryan had the type of personality that people gravitate towards, and that we saw a lot of that with uh, some of the former players, former teammates that he played with and uh, some of the things that they had to say about him. Yeah, and they're all shocked, too. And, and obviously this is, you know, a trio of players that uh, have been around here that have passed away in, you know, in a not too uh, long of a time. And, 
you you could see the leader that he was. Uh, you could see how they cared about him as a, as a friend. And again, not just a quarterback. Yes, everybody knows about that big arm. Everybody was excited that he uh, took Arkansas into the passing generation after a running generation for so long. But uh, the the depth of their feelings were coming across in in so many of the the things that uh, you know were sent out. And and even Bobby Petrino, I thought, did an excellent job and. And uh, getting his thoughts across about Ryan, and, and you know that was that ended up that ended up being a perfect match uh, of those two. Yeah, I think back to those days and just uh, the the offense and how it clicked. Because you obviously Ryan being the big arm quarterback, but you had you know four stud wide receivers, you had two stud tight ends, you had an offensive line in front of him. I mean, I was talking to my friends last night. People forget that running back crew that they had. They had Niall Davis, they had Dennis Johnson, they had Ronnie Wingo, they had Broderick Green, who we had on the show yesterday. Like that that was a stacked deep team and of course when the quarterback was you had Tyler Wilson and Brandon Mitchell back in Ryan up Ryan Mallett. So it, it was just a great core group of people. It started with Ryan and started with Petrino, but uh those are days that if you just think about his play on the field, man, some of the most fun and exciting times, especially offensively for the Razorbacks, because it seemed like they really didn't have many weaknesses that year. Yeah, growing up in Newport, I was I was born to uh, to to run. I mean, we ran the hmm. football there all the time. When we we always talked about having a balanced attack, and that would be us throwing it once to the right and once to the left, and once uh, in the middle of the field uh, under Bill Keedy. But he made passing, and their team made passing in this state cool. And I think we saw an explosion of seven on seven after that. Dudley, we got a question that came in for you pertaining to the cards, actually. <laughs> and uh, they're wondering your opinion on if Ali is going to be gone and they're going to bring someone else in, possibly Yachty. Well, first of all, as far as the team, we suck. <laughs> uh, I, I fully admit that. Uh, you know, I guess into every lifetime a bad season must come, and, and this is that season for the Cardinals. Yes, I think that the Cardinals need to move on from Ali Marmol. I'd also think they need to move on. From uh, John Mozalak, the general manager, the uh, you know I finally understand my my Chicago Cubs fans now, uh, who my friends who have been Cubs fans and have had to put up with what is it one great season in a hundred and fifteen years, I think some something like that. So I finally get that now. I finally see why they were always so upset, but also also why that uh, they love their team that uh, you know that they didn't call them the lovable losers for no reason <laughs> it was cool to see that rivalry in the london series playing a couple of games overseas last week and uh that's something they're going to continue on but seeing those those two teams in the cubs and cars it was it was pretty cool to see yeah i'm excited about baseball you know getting spread more around the globe a little bit i loved watching the the uh, you know the teams this year in the world uh, world baseball classic uh, i know that uh, I've, I've told my wife petra i would really like in two years when uh, major league baseball sends uh, is going to have a game in paris for us to do london in paris then but i gotta i gotta keep working and put some money put some money back to that. <laughs> but i think that would be that would be the way you know i love baseball i love my wife and i love traveling so if i could put all those three together and see uh, london and paris uh, you know at the same time i think that'd be a great trip Speaking with Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Uh, so, Dudley, let's switch gears a little bit to basketball because yesterday uh, it got kind of put to the side of with all the Ryan Mallett news, but it was some much-needed good news for Razorback fans as the SEC-ACC Challenge officially got announced. And I wouldn't have guessed in a million years that they would give the very first one not only Arkansas get to play Duke, but get to play them in Bud Walton Arena and that's exactly what happened. Now, it's a little bit different because it's going to be in November. It's going to be after the Atlanta tournament. So it is a little bit of a change. But how about that with being able to have the Duke Blue Devils, who don't play very many true road games in the regular season non-conference, to be able to welcome them into Bud Walton Arena this upcoming season? Yeah, let's be very clear about one thing. The uh, Duke wouldn't come here if it, if it was a, a home-and-home series. This is a thing that the uh, TV has made up. I think most people thought Duke and Kentucky would be playing another game. But this is something that, uh, you know, is, is, is fantastic to me as a, as a guy who was involved with the basketball program, who covered that national championship game, who's been around the basketball program, I don't know, for 42 years now. 
it was fantastic to see that that's going to be a game here. Uh, you know, even if they, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised if, if, if Arkansas had gone there, but for them to get the game here, uh, you know, just I think it says a lot about where Arkansas is in their basketball program. It says a lot about the master showman that you have in Eric Musselman, uh, who, you know, is, is, is TV gold and uh, social media gold. And I think that, uh, you know, when they sit down and, and the decision makers made this, these are the two most exciting teams and the two most less controversial field teams. I mean, you could say a lot about Alabama and Kentucky and all that, but I think Arkansas is many, you know, is the thoughts of many, uh, has a chance to, to win it, win the SEC this year, even with some of these great teams. I mean, he has reloaded again. The uh, decision makers saw that. They're putting that game there, and it's going to be a heck of a, a couple of weeks for them with, uh, you know, you've got the, 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 the trip uh, down to play, and then they come back and have Duke, and in between there, well, you get that all, you know, you got that big time rivalry in football between Arkansas and Missouri, huh? Yeah. What do, what do you think, Dudley, about this game being middle of the week, being on a Wednesday for SEC SEC Challenge, as opposed to what we're used to seeing with Big 12 SEC when that's on a Saturday and you have all day on the weekend to kind of sit back and enjoy some games? Yeah, I would much rather it be there. I, I don't know quite the situation why it's not, but, uh, you know, I guess uh, midweek needs some good games, too. Uh you know, would love to have it on the weekend, but I would say that, that probably November 30th, that the productivity in the state of Arkansas probably is not going to be very good when it comes to job-wise. I mean, this is going to be a must-see game. You're, it's going to be, a, you know, is is probably as big a ticket as there has been here since 1991 when, uh, you know, when UNLV came to town. You had one versus two, and and uh, I know that uh, I've had some uh, some guys who say this is the this is the biggest game ever in the history of Arkansas. It's not the biggest game in the history of Arkansas, but it is the biggest game in the history of Bud Walton Arena. Yeah, I was trying to think of any other game that could rival this, and there's been some great ones. But even people are like, oh, well, you know, Auburn when they were number one in the country and they came in, and or Florida when they were number two. It, to me, it's it's it, it's no, no it's a whole new different animal because, like you said, Duke does not play true road games now it would have been even crazier if it was coach k still on the team and said john shire but still it's it's going to be an epic game no matter what both these teams are going to be extremely talented and i just applaud the fact that they they're making it happen but you mentioned the team itself that arkansas is going to be fielding it's hard not to really get excited about uh this team and the program obviously with Musk, but this upcoming season knowing the type of talent and depth and guys they have coming back guys that have transferring in it seems like, on paper at least, that this could be overall one of, if not the most talented team that Muss has had, for, especially for depth and experience. Yeah, and experience, I think, is a big key there. I know that a lot of people soured on the fact of the one-and-dones. They're very proud of them, that they, you know, they got drafted and, and they're headed to their, to their new teams and all that. But the season didn't go the way anybody wanted it. When you look back on it, they finished 10th, 22-14. Uh, uh, was not the year that everybody thought it would be. Uh, but you look at the roster, and, and he does a really good job, to me, at the end of each year assessing what he needs to get uh, in terms of filling the holes and what they need, need to do. He's got some veteran guys. I think the, uh, the landing uh, Chandler Lawson, uh, you know, while maybe not as celebrated as some of the others, I think he, it's big in getting him in here. He's a veteran guy. He's not a big-time scorer, but he does a lot of other things that uh, will help you in a, in a ball game, especially defensively and rebounding. Uh, I think that he's really molded this team into one that uh, is going to have a lot of experience, uh, hopefully be healthy. As we know, that's, uh, you know, that's always a key. But I really think that... Uh, I mean, I, I don't think I'm breaking any news here. I really think this this upcoming team has a chance to be much better than the one that was this year because they'll be more consistent because they have veteran guys who have played at high in high-level games in NCAA tournament Elite Eight, Final Four games uh, over the course of uh, their careers. And, and, you know, when you add in Bayfall and you add in young Mr. Blocker, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, you know it's, it's, it's a pretty solid-looking solid team. As far as the transfers, who do you expect to have the biggest impact? Now, maybe that's something that's that's hard to kind of predict at this point because we're a long way out, but 
that have had some impacts coming into it, who, who would you expect to kind of stand out? I really like Khalif Battle, the young man from Temple who's transferred. I don't know that he's as big a name as, as a lot of the other ones. I like the young man that transferred from Houston as well. There's so many of them, man. Hmm. <laughs> that, you know, we're going to have to wait and, and see. Uh, uh, I like uh, Mr. Blocker as well. I think he's going to be, a, a, you know, a great point guard. Uh, you, you know, a lot of times here, and, and we, we talk about Anthony Black, he was a great creator. Uh, maybe not a great shooter, but I think that's going to come along, uh, you know, for him as he continues to concentrate on basketball. But there's just so many of these new guys, and there is going to be, and I've already had it asked me many times, you know, this uh, Coach Musselman likes to play seven or eight players. you got a ton of guys here who could give you a lot of minutes. The competition for the minutes to be in the seven, eight, nine, ten, however many he plays, is going to be good as it's been here in a long, long time. You are not looking. You will not look down the bench, and and you'll be able to find somebody to fill whatever hole or whatever problem you're having. And that's not always been the case here. Yeah, it's almost like you know people get worried about having that much talent or saying, okay, well, you know, somebody's going to be unhappy, but. I think Muss has basically gone through. He's like, hey, this is the way it's going to be. You don't come in here. We're not handing anything to you. You're not guaranteeing anything. you got to earn everything. And I think with the NBA draft and getting three players drafted and seeing what he's done with transfers and uh, knowing that it has success on the court because the guy's 8-3 and three in the past three NCAA tournaments, it catches on to where I'm not going to say every team's going to be the most talented each and every year, but it certainly seems like the machine that people talk about building with the program Muss has really got it going as far as building the machine where not only are they having success, but players want to be here, transfers want to be here, big-time players want to be here, and they want to be a part of a winning culture too. Yeah, and he's taking, I don't know if you saw the picture he put out, but he's taking a well-earned vacation right now. He's got his SEC shirt on, his son's got Arkansas shirt on. The family is in San Diego right now. Which sounds like a fun thing to do, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, you know, I know he loves that place, and uh, you know, him and the other coaches get a little, get a little rest in, and they'll get back at, at it during the July recruiting period. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it was a frustrating but sometimes rewarding year for the basketball team, but it just never slows down. It's 24-7, 365 pretty much, uh, except for this week when I'm sure he'll he'll get some sand and surf. And there was a lot of talk about that last scholarship. They finally got that filled, and they have the roster filled out with 13 scholarships now. Yeah, and I think, you know, clearly they would have liked to have landed Grant Nelson. A lot of, a lot of strange things seem to, to win on there. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, he ends up at Alabama and, and wish him good luck in, in, in Alabama and all that. They certainly have uh, their uh, interesting program and things going on down there. Uh, just leave it at that. Uh, but I think that, uh, you know, again, they feel real good about the Landon Chan- Chandler Lawson with that last scholarship. Again, a guy who's played four years, Oregon and Memphis. Uh, just a veteran guy. It's not you're not going to have to teach him concepts. You're not going to have to teach him what to do in, in minutes, because he'll be able to come in. And I don't think that he'll be a starter. But you know, you need really good people to come off the bench too. And I think we saw last year so many times when Arkansas first group would perform really really well, then there'd be a, a, a letdown. And I think that's what they're trying to. He's really trying to, even if he's not going to play 10, he's really trying to get to an NBA model, which is you know, not that surprising, of how you're able to, to have a second unit that can keep you rolling uh, just like the, your starters do. I know you mentioned uh, being a big fan of battle, which I'm with you on that. We know Brazil, of course, coming back off of that injury, looks like he's doing really well in his rehab. But yeah, three. Yeah, he's going to, and he's and he's he's going to. This is his money year, man. He's. I think he's going to have one hell of a year. Uh, uh, he's he's you know he's going to be healthy. He's he's gifted. You know you kind of forget how good he was to start off the year last year. I mean the dude was averaging 17 points. Uh, you know, a game. He was, he was, in all honesty, the legitimate star there early in the season. 
before he got hurt and to get him back, which I wasn't sure they were going to be able to. You know, I thought he still might take a, a flyer and go in, you know, and go ahead and go in the draft and come a second round. But he's he's got a, a, a flat out chance to be an absolute stud up here this year. Well, you mentioned him and, and just uh, how you say a hell of a year. So what does that look like? Are you talking about being even better statistically? You're talking about him just being the star of this team where he's like all SEC, possibly all American. I mean, what's what's the ceiling for him in this next year at Arkansas? Even with all these great guys they've got coming in here, I think he's going to be the dude. I mean, I think he's going to be the guy that, that is most depended on. I think he's, you know, his his game, such an inside-out game, uh, you know, big matchup problem. And that, that's what all the NBA guys were loving last year till he, uh, till he got hurt. I mean, everybody saw the dunk, and, and you know, that's on a lot of highlight reels and all that. But his ability to, to be so versatile gives – uh, Coach Musselman and his staff and the, the rest of the team a lot of more options than they would normally have in a, in a half-court offense. And let's be honest about things. I think, you know, when they can get up and down the court, they did a lot better. But uh, they're early on when they had uh, some, some, I don't want to say set offense, but when they had some uh, versatility on the op- offense, it wasn't always just taking it at the rim every every time. I think that they were much better. Well, Dudley, uh, real quick before I let you get out of here, I know that uh, you talked about the, the Cardinals and how they're sucking, but, hey, having a perfect game last night, even if it's the Yankees, man, you gotta you got to feel uh, pretty good about that if you're an MLB fan. Yep, stayed up and watched that. Uh, you know, uh, I, it's anytime that happens, you know, only 24 of, of all time, you got to give the guy a lot of credit. He's not my favorite dude, uh, you know, a little domestic abuse there and all that, and certainly not down with that. But, you know, you have to give him congratulations on uh, going out and, 27 up, 27 down. Yeah, that's the only reason why it only happened 24 times. It's not an easy thing to do. So it was definitely impressive as far as what he did on the field. But, Dudley, hey, man, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Enjoy your summertime and try to stay cool out there, man, because it's a pretty warm one. I'll always be cool, man. I <laughs> oh, love you, Dudley. Appreciate it, man. You too, bud. All right. That is Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. We have more Out of Bounds coming up next as far as what's trending in the world of sports. You won't want to miss that, so stay tuned. If you're a lover of the outdoors, be sure to catch Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors Monday evenings at 7 here on 103.7 The Buzz. Ray and co-host Brian Hendricks, outdoor editor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, explore the natural state and much, much more. All the fun is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors Monday evenings at 7 here on 103.7 The Buzz. Sports Center. Domingo Armand of the New York Yankees became part of history last night. As Mitch is swung on him, one off to Donaldson. Donaldson into first. He has done it. Domingo Armand has won the 24th perfect game in Major League history. And he is being mobbed by his teammates. Incredible. A perfect game for Armand. The Yankees, of course, won the game versus the Athletics 11 to nothing. It is the first perfect game through in the league since Mariners pitcher Felix Hernandez threw one in 2012. In local news, the Arkansas Travelers opened their series with the Springfield Cardinals, winning last night's game 6-2. to They'll be back in action again at Dickey Stevens Park tonight. First pitch is set for 6:35. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Market, Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual Sizzling Summer Sell-Off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. Tune in each weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. 
In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Arch Marina North Little Rock is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so can you. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> see shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley see agent Hunter Cornelson. Real people are getting real and lasting pain relief at QC Kinetics. Who would have thought that I would be in better shape now than after I got out of the Marines at 22? It's great to be active again. I've played 36 holes multiple days in a row without pain. Everything is great. Are you tired of living with chronic joint pain? QC Kinetics uses cutting-edge regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged tissue, natural healing agents from your own body, so your body can heal itself the way it was designed. With no pain pills, no steroids, no drugs, and no downtime. It was super successful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Thanks to QC Kinetics, quality of life is just a lot better. Definitely changed my life. Call now to see if regenerative medicine could be the answer you've been looking for. The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics have proven protocols that can give you lasting relief now and the consultation is free call qc kinetics 402-205-4270 that's 402-205-4270 402-205-4270 rj hawk here with chris roberts from southern bank and chris you and i've been doing ads for a long time but i didn't realize how long southern bank's been doing this we're a 136 year old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Mallets in the shotgun. Ryan gets the snap, wants to throw. He's looking deep. He's got Joe. Touchdown, Arkansas! Adams at the goal line, wow. hauls it in. And on fourth and three, the Hogs hit him for 39. On 103.7 The Buzz. Great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for 2 4 and $6. And Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside and out. Wall-to-wall TVs to check out all the sports action. Have some MLB, USFL, championship is on Saturday. Always have the combat sports that are on Saturday nights, boxing, MMA. So some great weeks to come with the combat sports at Twin Peaks. And Twin Peaks is just a great place to hang out, to go through that menu and check out some of the new food items that you haven't gotten into yet. And you can have a great time there hanging out with friends. It's a great place to be to watch all the sports going on, but just a, a great place to Hang out all together, whether you're inside or out. They have wall-to-wall TVs to see it all there at Twin Peaks. It's Twin Peaks. Each drink, scenic views. It's Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. If you want in on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is that number to call and to text in. Appreciate Dudley Dawson joining us in the previous segment. Also, uh, really appreciate Brad Bohannon of Asher Wrecker, as well as the former Razorback pitcher. He joined us in studio earlier, so... Appreciate uh, not only him coming in, but also Asher Wrecker uh, being a part of 103.7 The Buzz for many years and many more years to come, which is really exciting. So being part of the Asher Wrecker live fan feedback, you can always get in on that on the conversation, too, if you want to jump in and get on board. 
There are a few things going on in the world of sports, though, that we want to dive into. So let's talk about what's trending in them. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? Some pretty significant NFL. NFL news going on when it came to the investigation of gambling violations. The NFL has handed down their conclusion. Isaiah Rogers and Rashad Berry of the Indianapolis Colts, as well as free agent Demetrius Taylor, uh, were suspended indefinitely through at least the 2023 season for betting on NFL games last year. In addition, Tennessee Titans offensive tackle Nicholas petit Frere was suspended six games for betting on other sports while at the workplace. The four suspensions were announced today by the NFL. So we kept hearing about it, kept hearing about the possibility or or what it all means, but the NFL decided, you know what, this is what we're going to be handing down, and those players, at least three of them, will be suspended for a full season, possibly even more. What's going on with the Colts and Lions? Those were the two teams that had the most players, and they were at the facility placing bets and wagering in on some of these sports so it's a message that the whole league has to grasp but especially with those two teams and having some players that were involved yeah because I, I guess it's looking at uh stanley or i guess it's cephas Moore, tony as well as taylor rogers freer and barry and williams and yeah they barry hill i should say but yeah there's been quite a few players that have all been suspended this year to violations of the NFL gambling policy. So hopefully the message is received very clearly by the rest of the players there in the NFL. They're taking this very seriously, and suspensions will be handed down. So do not do it. Do not bet on the sport. Do not bet on any sport while you're in the facility. Don't do any of those things, or else significant suspensions are going to get thrown your way. So hopefully they all learn their lesson, and hopefully the message is received by the rest of the NFL. And what makes the difference that some of these players get suspended for indefinitely and then others just six games? wonder what the difference was in some of the things they did. Well, I guess from what I took it from the ones that just got handed down for the four players, uh, the only difference was is that those three guys that were suspended for the season or at least the season were guys that bet on NFL games while uh, Petit Ferrer suspended six games because he bet on other sports at the workplace. So I guess... Just because he didn't bet on the NFL itself is what got him a lesser suspension, is what it looks like. But, yeah, quite, quite interesting. Yeah. And Jamison Williams, same thing with the Lions. He's a guy that got six games. So, uh, yeah, it's a lesson learned, though, for all these guys. Yeah, it certainly will be. certainly will be. Uh, also, in some other news, uh, we know that rules are going to be looked at during the summertime when it comes to collegiate sports. And the NCAA is actually looking at... Nice little segue here. Gambling and updates the punishment to athletes who are caught in violating the gambling rules. A few of the things that have become new, more nuanced when it comes to those rules is that student athletes have to found to have gauged, engaged in activities to influence outcomes of games that they're involved with or provided information to individuals will face p- potential permanent loss of collegiate eligibility. Also, who bet on their own sport not involving their school are subject to a loss of 50% of the season. And for all other wagering-related violations, the cumulative dollar value of the wagers will be taken into consideration when determining the punishment. Bets totaling $201 to $500, for example, could result in a loss of 10% of a season in eligibility, plus rules and prevention education. Bets totaling more than $800 could result in a loss of 30% of eligibility, plus rules and preventative education. So essentially, it's like, if you're betting on or influencing, that's that's bad. But if you're just betting on any other sport or any other thing, it just depends on how much money you bet on. It is how much money you won or how much money you lost <laughs> is how much uh, eligibility that you lose, which I think is kind of weird. Like, that is. Yeah, it's like, okay, it, it's, I, you, there's other ways to track. Why don't you do the amount of bets that they put down instead of just right, whatever. It doesn't matter. The NCAA is dumb, so uh, they're, they're doing that. But they're also trying to tra- shorten the transfer windows for players. That's what they're considering. Uh, a lot of coaches have spoken out about this. Again, consideration does not mean that they're doing it, but it's certainly on the agenda for some of them, too. But we'll see. Uh, also, with the Wimbledon coming up, I, mean, I didn't really realize this, but the Wimbledon is having to up their security 
after protests at British sporting events have become a very common thing. Uh, dealing with environmental activists who run onto the field. In fact, uh, on Wednesday, uh, they disrupted par- uh, play about five minutes at the start of the Ashes cricket test between England and Australia. Pl- uh, players had to intervene, and their tra- protesters kind of put some orange powder on the field. It's happened at some cricket games. It's happened at some soccer games. And apparently, uh, there's some threats there of happening in the Wimbledon. So, I mean, it's wild out there. I didn't realize this was such a problem, but I can understand, especially at the Wimbledon, such a huge event that's worldwide and everyone knows it. Last thing you want to do if you're them is have any sort of delay or any sort of issues because protesters run out onto the court and start causing some problems there on national TV. Yeah, you want to stop it at the door. You don't even want those people to be able to get through the door. And a lot of times they'll hold protests outside the stadium and outside the facilities. And, uh, yeah, whenever they see that, they are going to have extra security around Wimbledon. Yeah, listen, I, I'm, we're all for protesting. We know it's part of, at least here in the United States, it's it's part of our rights and everything. But stuff like that, it's, it's just very dangerous for everybody involved. It's not just simply, if you want to stand outside of the stadium and protest, have at it. But I'm telling you right now, if I was a premier athlete, especially out there on that tennis court, and I saw somebody that ran onto the court, was running towards me or anything... My my immediate guard goes up, and you know there's going to be some problems. So you just don't want to have anyone put in that situation for any type of violence or any type of ways to get hurt, because that'll just end badly for everybody. So uh, hopefully the the security helps out there, and hopefully there is ends up being no issues there at the Wimbledon or in any place uh, where that's going on. Uh, we'll have some other headlines as we go throughout the show, but uh, let's go to the phone lines first. As we got Savage, who's in Cabot. What's up, Savage? What's up, fellas? I doing all right. Doing good. Doing great, man. You know, outside, what's what's your thought on the ACC uh, challenge, John? And, I mean, outside the Arkansas game, what intrigues you most? Have you even looked at the, the other games that are going on in this challenge? And as far as your wardrobe, do you get your clothes out of John Daly's closet? Where are you getting these loud shirts at, John? <laughs> well, okay. Well, I'll answer that last question first. Uh, yes, I just like loud shirts like this. I, I, I don't know why. I like the design. I like the look of them. Uh, for those of you who are watching on our live stream on our social media. And it's summertime, and it's hot. So it's like, I don't know, just they're comfortable, and uh, they uh, I like the design and the way they look. So it's a vineyard well, vine, it should, though. It should come with a disclaimer on the on YouTube, because you stare at that thing too long, you might have a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, appreciate it, Savage. Yeah, it's probably what we need to do. But I like this shirt. It is loud. It's obnoxious, but so am I. So that's it. It fits the personality. Uh, but besides that, as far as the SEC-ACC challenge, I know we talked about it yesterday. Arkansas-Duke obviously is the most intriguing game, but Tennessee at North Carolina I think is really fascinating because uh, Tennessee's been a, a pretty dadgum good program over the past, since Rick Barnes has been there. They've been a team that's always been in the top four in the, in the SEC, it seems like, and North Carolina I know took a step back last year and had some expectations that didn't fall through. So I think that game's very intriguing. Still talking about traditional program in UNC. Uh-huh. And then Tennessee, they've had success. Under Rick Barnes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I think them... Um, Miami-Kentucky. Yeah, Miami-Kentucky, even though when... If it's like a casual basketball watch or anything, you're like, oh, Miami, what does that have to do? Well, you know, that's not a big program. But it's like, no, Miami went to the Final Four, and they've had a lot of success with Jim Laranaga down there. And they're going to Rupp. So I think that that would be... Uh, that's going to be a really fascinating game. Uh, besides that... I mean, nothing just really tickles my fancy. That doesn't mean that there won't be any good games or there couldn't be any matchups at that point in time that end up being really good. But Vitek and Clemson are always intriguing. Uh, NC State, those are teams that they make the uh, NCAA tournament more years than not. So those are teams that they may be off the radar, but whenever tournament play comes about, you see them at times playing some good basketball. I'll tell you what, Syracuse at LSU, if this was the mid-2000s, yeah, that game would be pretty electric when both programs were uh, flying pretty high. But both programs have taken some steps back. Who knows, maybe this will be the year they take a step forward. But that could be interesting as far as names go. But let's be honest, Arkansas and Duke, that's the one that everybody's excited about. At least I am. And Florida State had a down year last year, but they usually have a really athletic team. Is Winter Hamilton? Yeah. He, yeah. He's there. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they usually always put it together, too. So, yeah, again, potentially could be some great games there. Uh, oh, can't forget this, and I will. I'm not sure I hate it. Texas A&M, Virginia, because Virginia's always good. A&M's always really good defensively, too, in how they play. That could end up being a very low-scoring game, or it could be just a really intense game either way. But, yeah, there's quite a few to choose from. There's no question. We'll get to more of your phone calls as well as your Razor Hog update. Coming up next, you're on Out of Bounds, so stay with us. 
This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Those of us old enough to remember the UCLA dynasty of John Wooden still marvel at those legendary teams that won 10 national championships in just 12 years. Don't look now, folks, but Patty Gasso's OU Sooners are achieving something similarly scintillating. They just set a record by winning 53 straight games on their way to a third straight national championship in softball, making it five of the last seven. Sometimes it's difficult to appreciate greatness until it's gone, but Sooner softball is adding to the legend annually. Also adding to the legend is Doublebee's, an Arkansas company serving Arkansans. Are you looking for a great place to work? Go to Doublebee's.com and apply online and become part of the team. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Facility Maintenance Services presents Melinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Serving Central Arkansas with commercial and industrial janitorial needs, Facility Maintenance Services. We don't cut corners, we clean them. Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quaddy Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. And don't wait for AI to go haywire, because it's already here. This month, Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guatney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated, terminated, Guatney for Buick, Guatney for GMC, Guatney for life. When guys buy an engagement ring, we are getting engaged. But when girls get the engagement ring, they're getting married. So if you recently got engaged, then it's time for wedding bands. At Jones & Son, we have just the thing for you. Wedding band weekends, each weekend in June. Save up to $2,000 off select styles and wedding bands for both women and men. Jones & Son has hundreds of wedding bands to choose from. And even if you didn't buy your engagement ring from us, I'm sure we can match your ring and save you money. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. Check out Wedding Band Weekends all June, only at Jones & Son Fine Jewelry. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you're always looking for ways to position your operation to create opportunities and move on them faster. With Bank of America, you get access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023, Bank of America, N.A. The Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event starts now with limited quantity deals on top business PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Save on select Vostro laptops with built-in security features and select Latitude laptops with enhanced privacy, collaboration, and connectivity. Plus, get special financing with Dell Business Credit. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to business customers by WebBank, who determines qualifications for and terms of credit. I know when we can finally catch them Duke boys. <laughs> I love it. You got a new speed trap, Roscoe? No, boss. They'll be listening to Guatney Unplugged on Saturday at 9 a.m. on the buzz. I'm going to cuff them and stuff them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market. The steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Mallet under center this time. Play fake, rolling right, wants to throw, looking for Williams. Now into the end zone. The pass is complete. Touchdown, Arkansas. Joe Adams in the back of the end zone for 18 yards, and the Hogs are on top. On 103.7 The Buzz.
Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and we're going to have your Rage Rog update presented by True Service here in just a second, but we have had some people texting in on our text line. It's coming from Stat, actually. He says, I know it's Trash Talk Thursday, but I am coming with a solid that with a solid the fact that Razorback fans are not happy with Elite Eight and no Omaha trip years ago in the Elite Eight or a bowl game was okay with Hog fans to be happy. You play a legacy team at home in the ACC-SEC Challenge. Shows how high the program has truly come. Stat, who is in Conway. Now, I think I think people are just dealing with the expectations of if you are number one or have a national seed going into the postseason in baseball and you don't make it out of your own regional, there's going to be people that are upset. Or, you know, going to having an expectation with that basketball team last year. Going to Sweet 16, I'm not saying it was a failure or anything, but... You know, people thought it would be better than finishing 10th in the SEC, even with all the injuries. It's just how fans are. But I think, as we talked about it with Dudley, Arkansas getting Duke is, like, I don't think they're doing it. I'll just throw a bone to Arkansas. I think there's some merit behind it. And knowing that television ratings, when it comes to the SEC and the teams in the SEC, Arkansas, maybe besides Kentucky, is the highest one. And bringing in those eyeballs, and Duke is also right up there with them, as we know, probably number one in all of college basketball. So I think, no, I think it's a huge nod to whoever, was it the ACC, SEC came to agreements on it, whatever it is, to acknowledge that and to have these games placed together because it does show that there is a lot of respect outside the state of Arkansas for the Razorback basketball program in general. Yeah, putting these two programs together made a lot of sense on both sides, and so they uh, they probably did go through it on both sides with the SEC and ACC to think about which teams would match up the best and which ones made the most sense. And this is what they came up with with Arkansas-Duke. Doesn't mean it'll be the same matchups next year, but at some point there will be a return trip to Duke, you would think. I would hope so. I always wanted to go to Cameron Indoor. It's like a bucket list thing. And what would be better than seeing... Arkansas basketball playing there. Maybe maybe that happens next year. Maybe the year after. doesn't matter. Uh, I know a lot of Razorback fans will try to make that trip out there because, uh, as we found out, direct flights from Little Rock to Charlotte aren't too bad and are pretty accessible. And Charlotte's not too far from there. I guess, it's, is it Durham, right? Is it Duke or? Yeah, Durham. Yeah, because there's Chapel Hill from North Carolina, Durham, and Raleigh, it's hard to keep up. But, yes, it's very easy to get to from Arkansas with those direct flights. So, yeah. Also, uh, from Lee, he says, Dudley nailed my whole Cardinal season with that statement right there. Last night summed it up with Oil Putting in Gallegos uh, and Altuve hitting a three-run bomb, LOL. Uh, and Oil Mamol sitting there, sitting Jordan Walker while he's on a 15-game hit streak. So, yeah, I guess Cardinal fans have a lot to be upset about. And usually Dudley's an ever-optimist when it comes to his teams and the Cardinals. But if he's out there saying, yeah, things need to happen, things need to change, I guess it is pretty bad there for the same Well, it's a reflection of the season. It's not like they can get it turned around this year. It doesn't look like it. I mean, anything could happen. But if the trend continues as far as what's been happening so far, it doesn't look like they're going to be in contention for anything. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals. But, but the division they play in, it's not like somebody's just running off with it. Well, it's like the Cardinals are like a franchise that have expectations and, and to competing for World Series and pennants and divisions and all of that. So when it's not even looking like you're going to be in contention for the SEC, or excuse me, not the SEC, the uh, College World Series or the division, that's when frustrations really start to go over and changes need to be made. Uh, but I don't know. I have a couple of friends of mine that are Cardinal fans, and I think everybody in the Cardinals fan base feels the same way because I've been having to hear about all this stuff for the past few days in the group text. So that's that's just the way it is with those uh, with those fans of the Cardinals. All right, there's a few things going on in Razorback land, so let's go ahead and jump into Razor Hog Update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Okay, so for your Razor Hog Update, Arkansas baseball got a new addition out of the transfer portal, an Indiana pitcher who has decided to call Arkansas his home. He's a right-hander named Craig Yoho. And he's 6'3", 225 pounds. So, 
pretty uh, good-sized guy, but he throws a fastball up to 94 miles an hour with a slider, curveball, and changeup. He made 17 appearances in relief for the Hoosiers as a redshirt senior while having four wins and one save this year. He did not allow a run in 10 of his 17 appearances and stranded seven of 13 inherited runners. So good to see that. Would like to see maybe another starting pitcher get thrown in there, but hey, can't have too many great pitchers, especially ones with high-level experience. And so it's a good get for Dave Van Horn and their baseball squad this upcoming year. Also, seeing the Indiana uniforms, I've never really watched Indiana baseball before, but those are uh, those are interesting. It's it's they they wear a lot. It's like a very basic, but it doesn't matter. It, it, I just did not know that's what Indiana's uniforms looked like when I saw the picture of them. But still, it's fine. Uh, also, a huge congratulations uh, to Chuck Barrett. As we know, Chuck uh, used to join this show every week there for a period of time, and always enjoyed having him on, but. Uh, not only Chuck Bear, but also George Schroeder became the newest members of the Arkansas Sportscasters and Sports Writers Hall of Fame yesterday, as well as them being inducted in the Hogs Illustrated Sports Club luncheon. So congratulations to Chuck. Very much Big deserving. Time. And Big it, time. I mean, you, we've been hearing the, the calls of him and about with Mallet, but think about the calls that he had for football, calls that he had for basketball, and even the calls that he had for baseball before Phil Elson took over. He's about as intertwined with Razorback Sports and Razorback Athletics as anybody. So that's a huge honor and, and a huge congratulations to, uh, to our guy and the voice of the Razorbacks, Chuck Barrett. That's Definitely just awesome. well-deserved for Chuck. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that this gets mentioned for all you haters out there of our guy, or at least my guy, Hudson Clark, the no-fly zone. But as far as the uh, grades that are coming out for... Uh, from Pro Football Focus. I always find it pretty fascinating in the stuff they put together. And the SEC, they decided to grade out from this past year and looking into this year, the highest graded safeties in all of the conference. And uh, your guy, Hud Island, Hudson Clark, is the second highest graded safety in the SEC behind Wesley Walker of Tennessee. But not only is Hudson Clark number two, but at number four, you have Al Walcott, the transfer from Baylor, who is graded out there, too. Now, does that mean it's going to transform onto the field? You hope so. But still, kind of a cool thing where the safety position was so bad last season that this year you are the only team that have two graded out safeties from pro football focus that happen to be in the top five in the SEC. So that's cool, right? That'll, that'll work, right? All right. We'll do it. We'll take it. All the accomplishments you can get. And uh, finally... The uh, Big Red's rooftop that they got talked about last couple weeks, I believe, that they're doing at Razorback Stadium. Well, they just released an email to everybody as far as in-depth pictures and the details on what it will uh, deal with. And for those of you who are interested, it's going to have three individual bars under a large canopy uh, on a covered space for fans, 70 bar seats with televisions throughout, pub tables and drink rail overlooking the field, beer, wine, and ready-to-drink cocktails. And for those of you wondering how do you do it, how do you get in, Tickets will be sold on a single-game basis with granting fans entry into the stadium. Tickets are general admission, no assigned seating, and fans who already have game tickets also buy tickets to Big Reds. So if you already have a ticket in there, that does not mean you get a ticket to go into Big Reds. It's uh, separate. But still looks like a really cool idea, and I can't wait to see how it all plays out this week or this upcoming football season. There's your Rage Rog update presented by True Service. Connor O'Gara of Saturday Down South joins us next on Out of Bounds. Stay if with us. If you haven't stopped by Arch Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan,